If you've been thinking about starting a podcast and you want to include interviews with people across town, Riverside.fm offers unbelievable high-quality recordings regardless of your or your guest internet quality. And it also gives you separate audio and video tracks for each person speaking. And unlike Zoom, you don't have to install anything on your computer and your guests don't either. Head over to Riverside.fm and use promo code JazzyCast to get 60 free minutes of recording and 15% off a membership plan. Hey world, this is Jamie, host of the Jamie and Jenty Show. Broadcasting live each week on Tuesday at 12 p.m. from Fishbowl Studios. Log on to hear sports talk from basketball to football and view your feedback on the biggest sports news you want to talk about from around the world. So be sure to log on each week to Tuesdays at 12 p.m. to catch the Jamie Agenti Show. Hope to see you soon on Fishbowl Radio Network. Jump in. Hey, world, this is uh, Jamie. Welcome to the Jamie Agenti Show right here on Fishbowl Network. Uh, it's 12 o'clock. It's Tuesday, August the 2nd. Can't believe we're, we're in August right now, man. It, it just flew by. All right, so I teased this. Last night, when y'all were on my social media, I said, I want, this is the top 10 players, the breakout players of 2022 in the NFL that I want to see and many, many others want to see breakout as well. So further ado, let's get to it, man. Now I'm going to do only five due to time constraints, but you're going to like my first five. Number one, Zeke Elliott. Now Zeke Elliott, you know, granted, you know, he, he had a down season last season, even though he still had a thousand yards. Um, I just felt like, you know, his care is, um, production has gone down a little bit, um, uh, due to Pollard and injuries. And at some point, Zeke, you have to admit that you're hurt during the season. I mean, we're not trying to take away carries from you, but at the same point, at the same time, you're injured. And I'm not saying you're old or anything. I, I personally think you could still play. I would like to see you um, have the ball 20 to 25 carries a game. Now, do the Cowboys value that, even though you signed a contract back in 2018? Mm, probably not. But I do. I value that. So, Zeke Elliott, I want to see a breakout season. Even though you had a 1,000 yards, it's good enough for some stats, but it's not good enough for me. I want to see you have at least this this upcoming season at least 1,200 to 1,300 yards. Can we get that? We can. But Zeke, you have to go out there and prove it, man. Prove it. Don't let, you know, Pollard, even though Pollard is a great asset, great player, um, I'm pretty sure he's going to get paid by us. Yes, by us because we need two quality running backs on a team, you need your starter, and then you need the guy that backs him up, that can get you that burst while the first teamer, first running back is resting. So, uh, Zeke, I would like to see you break out this season. I would like to see more play calls called for you. Um, I would like to see you catch the ball in, in the flat, um, run five or ten yards, and we'll go from there. Now, it does, I mean, you know, we'll see what happens with, with, with everything. Number two, Kyler Murray. Okay, what can we say about Kyler Murray? He just signed a five-year, $231 million contract, $160 million guarantee. Wow. 
But here, here's what blows my mind, right? You signed that contract, Kyler. They're telling you, you gotta do four hours of independent studying every single week on this opponent, on what we're, what, what we're, um, what our plays are. If a team gives you that, but yet, oh also, you're gonna get some form of incentive for completing the course. So now, I went to college for five years. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people out there that went to college. Lots of people. And when I look, when I, when I did my classes, I completed my courses. I completed 12 credit courses, right? Every semester. And do I, okay, do I get $50 million back for completing those courses? No. I pay, I pay over a thousand dollars to, for each class to complete the class. I don't get like Kyler Murray money, but Kyler, you signed it, bro. That, that's the, this team does not value your abilities, but I want, I want to hear from Kyler and I want, I'm going to go off on this. So let's play the clip of Kyler saying that, oh, well, well, you know, I'm, I, I, I don't need studying. I, I'm the best quarterback in ever. Let's hear that tape. Um, hope y'all been great. Hope y'all have had a great off season. You know, I'm excited for the season. I can't wait for the season to start. Um, that's been an eventful off season for me. I'm sure for y'all too. Um, but yeah, man, I'm excited. I'm excited what this team's capable of. Um, you know, I think we got a lot of great team, uh, a lot of great players. Um, you know, the, the, the continuity, um, the maturity, the leadership of this team, um, it's probably, you know, since I've been here, it's probably the best that I feel like, you know, as far as the team goes, I feel like it's the best, you know, um, of all that that we've had. You know, uh, guys are gelling together. Uh, practice so far, two days in, it's been good. Um, but today, I'm starting off, I'm talking today because, um, you know, I feel uh, it's necessary, you know, um, with what's going on as far as regarding me and, and the things that are being said about me. Um, it's It's almost, you know, to think that, I can accomplish everything that I've accomplished in my career um, and not be a student of the game and not um, not not have that passion and not not take this serious is is almost it's disrespectful and it's it's almost it's it's almost a joke you know um it's to me I'm flattered you know I'm, I'm honestly flattered that y'all think that at my size I can go out there and not prepare for the game and not um you know not take it serious. It's, 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 it's disrespectful, I feel like, to my peers, to all the, to all the, the great athletes and great players that are in this league. Um, this game's too hard. Uh, to, to play the position that I play in this league, um, it's, it's, it's too hard. And, and I don't do this often. I don't talk about myself, but today I feel like I have to. And so I'm going to list the accolades. You know, to go 43-0 in high school in Texas, um, some are going to say, oh, it's high school. That's So you heard it. You heard it. You know, anybody that's followed Kyler Murray, you know, from high school on, he's been a winner. And, I mean, Kyler, first of all, no one's telling, no one is disrespecting your craft. You signed a contract. 
the only person, the only team that's disrespecting your contract, your, your, your craft is the Cardinals. They're requiring you to study for four hours a day, uh, sorry, a week, and then we'll pay you. Like, like, I don't like it when players don't read the fine print of, of a contract. Like, you are the quarterback of a, uh, of an NFL team, Kyle. You can say, you can have your say and say, you know what? This four hours of, I'm not doing that. I want to rest during the week. I got my money. I want to chill. I want to go play video games. I want to go hang out with my friends. I want to have a family. All that stuff. But yet, they're telling you, we got to study. We got to have you study for four hours a week. You don't tell Aaron Rodgers that. You don't tell Tom Brady that. And yet, those guys are ready to play. You don't tell Dak that. Study four hours a week. All they're studying is during practice. Film study. That's what film study is there for. So, Cardinals, don't you guys have film study? Don't you all have an offensive, defensive field study during the week to study that opponent? Why are you, first of all, why are you making your quarterback study the playbook four hours, study four hours a week? And Kyler, you signed it, you went ahead with it. But nobody's, but yet, it's like, nobody's, nobody, nobody's disrespecting your crap. And first, and they got rid of that language because there was overreaction. Everybody, from personalities to um, fans, even I said, wait a minute, hold on, they're making this quarterback study four hours a week? Why can't you go to um, any colleges and pay pay college students to study four hours? I'm pretty sure majority of them will do it. This is not college cardinals. This is a professional organization. Treat your quarterback. And Kyler, don't be afraid to say, you know what, guys? I'm not signing this. You may pay this money for five years. I'm not signing this. Delete this. You have the authority to do that. But yet, it's like, man, you know, who cares? I'm going to sign a contract. They're paying me to be the quarterback of the Arizona Cardinals. I mean, you play in a tougher division anyways. I mean, you know, anything can happen. You can win that division or you can be in second place again like you were last season. So, Kyler, read the fine print before you sign a contract, please. And I'm glad they got rid of it. But at the same time, you, you got to pay. You got to do that in college, please. Number three, Jalen Hurts. Now, I don't like talking to the Eagles because I'm a Cowboys fan. But Jalen Hurts has to improve. Dude, I'm a fan of yours. Even though I don't like the Eagles, I'm a fan. I hated that Nick Saban never gave, gave you a chance. I hated when you went to the Big 12 and you completely dominated. I hated when you sat out the first year and they kept giving reps to Carson Wentz. Even though Carson Wentz wasn't, wasn't the, wasn't making plays. 
you were when you stepped on that field. And this, and the only problem is you, your accuracy is off, uh, Jalen. And this is why you have to be that quarterback to lead your team, to be accurate. Not only to be accurate, but to be a superstar. This is your season, Jalen. And I'm not saying it's, it's your last season of the, of the quarterback of the Philadelphia Eagles. There's no other quarterback out there that you're going to get off the streets to become your starting quarterback the following season. That's not what I'm saying. Other people can say that, but I will never say that. Because I believe in chances. I believe that Jalen has that game. Now, is he going to lead the Eagles to an NFC championship? Out of all of the NFC teams in the league, probably not. NFC East title, maybe, but I, but I am still choosing the Cowboys, just so you know. But this is the breakout season for you, Jalen. You got to come and bring it, man. Number four, Daniel Jones. Okay, Daniel Jones. And I have a friend that's a Giants fan. Well, actually, he, he is a Giants Yeah, he is a Giants fan. He lives in New York. Um, there's so much heartache in that organization, D- Daniel. It's because of you. You're not, you're not performing to your standards. Okay. Well, we can, we can say you don't have the weapons. Your, your, your wide receiver is always getting hurt. Your, um, your other wide receiver can't grow up. And then your tight end is your tight end. So, what do you have? And also, your running backs always hurt. And when guys always get hurt, they, trainers can wrap them up, doctors can give them surgery, but yet it's up to them to perform. And this is why, this is why I say, Daniel, if you have all your pieces, y'all can be something. But yet you didn't have your pieces, and this is why you replaced towards the end of the season. Because, first of all, you were out of it. Second of all, there was a lot of inconsistency in your game. And so, Dayon Jones needs a breakout season. And their new head coach, um, could it be his last? Now, I would say this. It could be his last. Because the Giants quarterback system, you went from Eli to Daniel Jones. Eli was a quarterback for 10 plus seasons. He led him to two Super Bowls. Like, do I see the, do I see a giant Super Bowl in the future for Dan Jones? No, I don't. I don't even see an NFC East title for them, but they could surprise many teams out there. They could. I'm not saying they, they, they'll, they'll improve, but Daniel Jones, the quarterback, will improve his team and leadership has to start. You have to start leading, Daniel. It means that you got to open your mouth, command the huddle. That's what quarterbacks do. Lead a team. You see the greats do it, and they're in the postseason or Super Bowls every single or at least talked about being in, being in the Super Bowl every single year. So it's a matter of you wanting it or not, Daniel Jones. Do you want to improve your game? Do you want to have your star running back back there 
play all 17 games, even though he, even though he has not never ever played all the games, always hurt all the time. And by the way, I didn't even put him on this list because I felt like, you know, he's all talk and I have, and I haven't seen much improvement from him. So, but I'm focused on you, Daniel. What are you going to do for Giants fans? Not for me. I'm not a Giants fan. Keep me out of that. I, I will, I, I wish, I wish for your success. I want you to be successful this season. But what are you going to do for that team? Not even Giants fans. What are you going to do for that team to lead them to trust, to have your trust in them back? It's up to you. Number five, Tua Tiagaloa, if I pronounce that correctly. Um, well, Tua, I mean, you, you, I mean, your coach, head coach got fired, which I blatantly disagree with. Your organization's falling apart. Um, you got a new head coach. Uh, what are you going to do? I'm not a fan of yours, Tua. I'm not. Ever since Alabama, I'm not. I just feel like you don't have that, you know, quarterback sense. I just don't feel like you have that. And for Tyreek Hill to be on your team, saying that he's better than Pat Mahomes, first of all, Tyreek, no one's going to be better than, than, than Pat Mahomes. No one. And you go from CEO to just a guy just barely getting started. I mean, come on, man. Like, what can Tua do that Pat Mahomes cannot? I mean, the connection between Pat Mahomes and Tyreek was beautiful. But Tua, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm not sure what type of game we're going to get from him. That's what you call unpredictability. I don't, I don't know what to expect. Can he lead the Miami Dolphins to a, to a division title where you have Buffalo, you have New England, and you have the Jets minus the Jets? Buffalo, New England? No. I mean, because you're always going to be third. You know, it's going to be Buffalo and New England. Or maybe if you get past New England, then, you know, you can be right there with Buffalo, but you're not going to be in the same class as, as Buffalo is. Buffalo is on a different level. Different level, different quarterback. Court, that quarterback there in Buffalo does not need to prove himself. This quarterback in Miami does. Was a new head coach, new wide receivers, and an organization that's falling apart due to firing Brian, Brian Forrest last year. Even though y'all had a winning record. And you were about a couple of games away from getting into the postseason. Well, a couple of situations away from getting into the postseason. But Tua, this is your team, man. And this is what I said about Daniel Jones. You have to command the huddle, Tua. No one's putting you in their top 10 right now. Not even their top 20. Like, there's no room for you. Heck, I'll put Carson Wentz over you. On that 20 spot, I'll put Carson Wentz over you. But this season is your season, Tua. Can you lead the Miami Dolphins to a postseason? Maybe. 
there's got to be a little help in the way. You can't do it alone. Got to have a great running back. You got to have receivers, which you do. You do have receivers. You have a great, you have a good, good tight end. You have two good receivers. I mean, there's weapons around. Take advantage of them and see what happens. But that's my top five guys. I mean, that, I mean, there's nothing. There's nothing to it. I want these players to improve, prove themselves that they are worthy to stay in the NFL or stay on their respective teams. I don't want to see as much as, uh, you know, being a Cowboys fan, I don't want to see Zeke leave as much as, you know, I'm not an Eagles or a Giants fan. I don't want to see Daniel Jones be, be his last year. Um, Sitting on the bench again because you gotta drive a quarterback again. Giants and Eagles is not Jalen Hurts' last year. It will never be because Jalen Hurts will be your quarterback forever. Actually, I, I view Jalen Hurts as being a lot better than Donovan McNabb. Yes. I took it back. Yeah. I took it back. A lot better than Donovan McNabb. A whole lot better. Like, we can never forget Donovan McNabb. We can forget him off the field, but we cannot forget him on the field. And Jalen Hurts has that, has that ability to be better than him. Now, call me crazy, but, you know, I was a big Donovan McNabb fan back in the day when I was a child, but, and I see, I don't see much Jalen Hurts in him, but, but Jalen Hurts is a lot fitter, healthier than him. And so you can be that guy, Jalen Hurts. You can forget about Donovan. You can forget about Mike Vick. You can forget about Carson Wentz. This is your team. And Kyler, I wish you success, man, in a tougher division this year. This is only you, the Rams, and the, and the 49ers. Well, actually, it could be only the Rams and the Cardinals. So, in those five years, Kyler, that you sign, at least consecutive playoffs have to be in your wheelhouse or potential Super Bowl appearance. Has to be. That's why you sign five years. You're the man, Kyler, could take that team over there. You can, and I, and I wish, and you, being here, I wish you nothing but the best. I will watch you all season long if you achieve it. I'm watching you, and these players don't think I'm watching them, but I'm watching you guys. I want to see what y'all can do, man. But that's my top five out of the ten on my list. I'm going to talk about the next five next week, but coming up next. We got some WNBA talk, guys. Now, remember three weeks ago we talked about WNBA? We talked about the good and the bad. Let's see what has happened between the All-Star All-Star weekend and right now. It's Fishball Radio.
10 seconds? Oh. <laughs> All right, guys. Welcome back to Fishbowl Radio. Now, I did tease this during the break. Before the break, sorry. WNBA. Yes, the good and the bad. Now, as you can see, you know, the WNBA is about to wrap up their season, guys. I think their season ends August the 14th, I believe, if if I'm not mistaken. This is why they need more games. It's too it's too low. 36 is too low for me. 40, 44, maybe 50. Heck, the the college softball, they play 60 to 70 games a season if you ask Oklahoma. Like, and they're playing like consecutive games, maybe a Tuesday, Wednesday, stuff like that. So this is why WNBA, but yet after 25 years, we're still improving. We got to get this right, man. We got to get this right. But like I said, I talked about that three weeks ago. And now, ever since then, let's talk about the good and the bad. Now, let's start with the good, man, because, you know, they, they just had an in-season tournament, which... I advise the NBA to not have because there's too much there's too much games and there's too much viewership on the NBA side. Um, they just had they just played Chicago versus Chicago Sky versus the Las Vegas A Aces and the Aces won. They won the Commissioner Cup, and I want to show you a clip of. Kelsey Plum. Now, Chelsea Gray won the MVP, but Kelsey Plum got the trophy. Uh, kind of like the same trophy that she won when she was the All-Star Game MVP. Um, this is how low the WNBA can get. Can we play that clip of Kelsey Plum receiving that trophy, please? You received that little trophy, guys. What? This is how low the WNBA can get, man. Like you just won a commissioner cup. There should be a cup as as, as high as the Stanley Cup, as um, as big as the M- as the NBA Finals MVP trophy, as big as the uh, the Wilmington and tennis. Like you give her that? Like, come on, man. Um, as almost like a participation trophy, you participate in a sport like whether it's flag football, soccer, or basketball. You know they give you, they give you a little trophy for for participating this season or a participation medal for participating. And that's what the WNBA is going to give out. They have they're a big corporation. They make a lot of money, even though the players don't, but the corp the corporate people do. Um, the commissioner does. She could have gone out of her way saying, you know what, guys? Let me get you a bigger trophy this year for the commissioner cup. Now, I like the idea of them playing the NC- in the in-season tournament, but I don't like the fact that there's a trophy involved, and plus it's so small. It's like, come on. You got to do And she's laughing, and the commissioner's laughing. If you saw that video, she's laughing at it because of the player's reaction. 
That's what she's laughing at. But we got to make changes, WNBA. We got to start adding more teams. We got to start adding more games. We got to start getting bigger trophies, guys. For All-Star MVP, Finals MVP, Commissioner Cup MVP. We got to get it. As much as you, you, you guys are sponsorships now, sponsors are coming to you, coming to you and all that stuff. It's like, you have the money to invest in, in bigger, in, in bigger things. You have the money to invest in teams. You have the money to invest in games and TV contracts. Which by the way, they showed more similar games than the NBA games, which, which this game right here was on prime video. So you had to pay anywhere between, well, 12, 12 to 15 dollars to watch this game online. It said this game could have been on ESPN, ESPN2, CBS, uh, <clears throat> NBA TV, which people don't have, but this game should have been on ESPN. It was the only game of the night. Last week. But ESPN doesn't show it. ESPN would rather show the TBT tournament. ESPN would rather show baseball. ESPN would rather show Dirty for Dirty. You have three channels. Four, actually, four. One of them is online. The other one's college. You have two major channels of ESPN. Show that game. So that the viewership for the WNBA is growing. I don't know why it's growing right now. It should have grew when they opened in 1997. But who am I? I'm just, I, I just watched the WNBA and I say, man, you know what? I'm just, I'm just frustrated by their mistakes. Like after 25 years, you have to get it. Like the NBA, every season, they're making changes. Like for example, they took away the, uh, the take foul. So we'll see more fast break basket, guys. So we don't have to see players foul out all the time over over a takeout foul. That's ridiculous. Or sorry, a clear path foul, what they call it today. But I expect the WMA to make those changes this uh this offseason, please. Now Let's go to another good before I go on the bad stuff. And the bad stuff is about one player. But let's go on to the last good thing. Now we're, 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 we're celebrating Sue Bird and Sylvia Fowles retirement tours, which they should be heavily celebrated. Should be. Can we get a clap for both ladies, please? Yes. We should, we should celebrate that. However, there's one other player that we should celebrate too. And, you know, you may not know this player. You know, she, she played in the, she's playing in the WMA right now. She said this is her last year. She said it privately, but how come I have it, but yet other players, other people don't know it? Her name is Brianna January, guys. She played on the Fever. She played with the Mercury. She played in Connecticut. She played in Seattle. She's a great role player, guys. Does her job, a, a second tier port guard. Um, she plays in Seattle with Sue Bird, so they're both going into retirement together. And so this will be her last year in the WNBA. You will not see a Brianna, Brianna January on a WNBA roster. 
as much as has a lot of teams she's played on. <laughs> she's played on. She's been in the league for 13 years, putting on four teams. Pretty sure she wants to go do some other things like Sylvia Fowles and Super. Pretty sure they have everything covered for them. Um, I don't know what they're going to do. I mean, I view Sue Bird as a media person because she, I think she will start hosting her own show. That's my prediction. I'm not, I don't, I don't know what she's going to do. Um, you know, Sylvia's got her own thing going and Brianna, I don't know. So that would bring in more, you know, quality players, but. When we celebrate Sue Bird and Sylvia Fowles, we also should celebrate Brianna January too. Let's give another clap for Brianna January, please. Yes. 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 She should be celebrated. Now, you guys know I'm a passionate basketball fan. I'm a passionate football fan. And I'm also selfless guys I care about people what I don't care about is this next player Liz Kimbage as I call it the term is Elizabeth Kimbage okay she's 6'8 guys if you've seen her play she's a decent player she's 6'8 from Australia um, selfish player they gave the Sparks Released her last week over a contract divorce. That's what they call it these days. A contract divorce, guys. That's what happened with the Tina Charles situation in Phoenix. And this is what happened in, in with the Sparks. Now, there's some key factors in this of why Liz Cabage is not only selfish, but just a fool of herself. And I'll give you one. As a... Ne- she called Nigerian players monkeys as fellow. You have two Nigerians on your team. You have Neka and Ch- uh, China and Bumake, Nigerian players. I'm Nigerian. So when I heard that, I was very offended. But at the same time, I forgive you because Neka, China forgave you. You probably had a conversation, closed doors and all was well. But, like I said, that should never come out of your mouth, Liz. Okay? So, um, you know, there was a lot of issues with her hanging game. Not getting back on defense, not stealing for position. You are 6'8". The other tallest player in the WNBA is 6'10". And I can't remember her name. Um, two ch- Chinese players. Or Japan. Chinese. But, um, Liz, still for position, you can post up. You have that game. You, you are talented. You are talented. <laughs> um, you are talented, that, that player. You can go off anytime you want. You just got sealed the player in the post. Put her on your backside and score over them. But yeah, you can't do that. You want to shoot jump shots. You want to give the little small sign when someone's um, like 6'1", trying to guard you. Like, come on. Post up. 
give 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 us the ten the uh ten ten player double double. But you don't want to do that. You don't want to work. That's what I have a problem with. I don't like when people don't want to work for good things. Liz Cabage doesn't want to work. She wants to be all about herself. I want the ball. I want this. Like, Liz, you are playing a team sport. You're trying, everybody is trying to get to the same goal. A championship. Playoff appearance, at least. It's not about you. The team does not revolve around Liz Cabage. Now, <clears throat> She wanted Fred Williams instead of Derek, Derek Fisher. Now, Derek Fisher coached the team through the first 20-something odd games, and then he was fired for Fred Williams. That was the organization decision. So the organization loved Fred Williams over Derek Fisher. Liz Kibarian loved Fred Williams over Derek Fisher. I mean, Derek Fisher, you know, coming from being, you know, in an NBA coaching circle to the WNBA coaches is a pretty good transi- transition. Um, I hope he he doesn't coach again, honestly, because he can't deal with players' own egos, especially with Liz. Liz has a big ego. Liz wanted Fred Williams over uh, Derek Fisher because Fred Williams, who is the, head, who is the acting head coach now, um convince Liz to play in the WNBA again. She was about to leave. She was about to retire. I mean, we, we, we wouldn't know if she retired today, we wouldn't honestly, we wouldn't care where she went. I mean, we wish her well, but you got to move on and the team has to move on as well. And so I mean, you know, Liz is Liz is Liz, and she won a fair Williams, and she got him. Couldn't give him a chance. So, but, but like I said, uh, there was a lot of issues. One other issue I'm going to talk about is the jerseys, guys. Okay. So, Liz wanted to wear number eight. Number eight went to Delisha Milton-Jones. Who played in the WNBA back in the 2000s. They were going to retire her jersey. At some point. And. She said she wanted that. The organization said no. Because that's our player. Delisha Milton fought for us. She dedicated her, her, her career to us. We're not going to give that up. We're not going to get in there. We're going to celebrate number eight and to the point where number eight will never wear number eight again. Nobody. Like, as the Cowboys, the first number, there was Cowboys for a second. Number 88 went to Drew Priest, uh, to Drew Pearson. Number 88 went down to Michael Irvin. Number 88 went down to, uh, Des Bryant. Number 88 went down to, um, CD Lamb. So number 88 will never be retired in the Cowboys organization. Someone's always going to wear number 88. If C.D. Lamb leaves for another team, somebody else will wear number 88. But you, when you wear number 88 for the Cowboys, I don't care who you are, whether you're tight end or receiver, you got to perform like the original number 88. The number 88, all the other guys, Drew Priest is in the Hall of Fame. 
Um, Michael Irvin's in the Hall of Famer. Um, Des Bryant, probably not. And that's a shame. But then again, Des did it to himself because he didn't want to play play football. But I, but I'm a big fan of Des. I love Des. Des is my favorite guy. Um, C.D. Lamb can be that guy, and actually C.D. Lamb can be the number one target for Dak this season. So wearing number eighty-eight, well, C.D. Lamb. Um, so back to my WNBA point. Number eight. Anytime you do a jersey, anytime you're celebrating a jersey, guys, there's a lot of numbers out there you can choose from. You know, 15, uh, 77, 99, 0. Like, there's a lot. Be selfless and get the number. Don't wear players number in the past. We're gonna retire it. And no one, that's why it's in the Raptors. No one will wear number 8 again for the Sparks. That's their girl. And she's doing a great job at Old Dominion, by the way. But, so, she wanted number one, which number one belonged to Amanda Z, Zuli B, Zuli B. She's playing overseas right now. When the organization said, when organization said, hey, Amanda, can Liz can wear number one? She said no. Amanda said no. Cause number one's my jersey. When I come back from overseas, I want to wear number one when I play. That's my jersey. I chose number one. There's a lot of number ones out there. There's a, I'm sorry. There's a lot of jersey numbers out there. Is Liz, you can choose one. They started fighting and then, you know, going back on social media and all that stuff. And then they gave her number one. The organization did not tell her till Amanda saw her on TV that Liz was wearing number one. So what does that tell you? The organization does not value value Amanda Zuli B. You're overseas. If somebody's wearing your jersey number over their selfish ways, I'm like, come on, man. Like, number one, when are you going to be a team player, Liz? Now, granted, to your credit, you have no team has picked you up. And I don't think right now a team will pick you up because I think everybody is in their playoff mode. They like their roster uh, going into the postseason. If there's an injury between now and the end of the regular season, I mean, maybe they could pick you up. They say you're ready and all that stuff. They could pick you up. But I don't expect them to pick pick you up because of these actions right here I just mentioned. When it, what would it take, Liz, for you to say, you know what, guys? I'm a new person. I'm going to be about the team. We're all in this together. Tell Tina Charles that. And Tina Charles has not said a damn thing about what happened to Phoenix. And that's the problem, guys. I will let, when you leave a team, me personally, I would like to hear why. Like, don't give us, don't laugh about it or don't give us fake answers as to why they left. I want to know why. Like, why, why'd you leave the team? And I don't care, you know, about social reaction or mean reaction. I just want to know. Maybe, maybe you didn't like the office they were running. Maybe you didn't like the organization. Maybe you didn't like the coach. 
I want that said. But yet, you know, this, all this came out. And I'm actually glad it came out. Could be true. If you ask Liz right now, maybe, maybe it could have came out. Maybe, maybe so. I don't know. We'll see. But I don't expect you to be signed right now, Liz. Like I said, everybody's in their playoff mode. Um, you have to be, you have to be about a team, Liz. This is a team sport. You play for a team. Everybody's trying to fight to get to the postseason. Everyone's trying to fight to get to the WNBA finals. At some point, you have to be on that train with them and say, you know what, guys? I'm right there with you. I'm going to post up. I'm going to run back on defense. I'm not going to look at the ref with my arms folded and say, ref, how come I didn't get that foul? I'm 6'8". Give me a foul called. No. Run back on defense and give us a block shot or be a presence down low. Don't be about yourself. And that's why I tell people in life, do not be about yourself. You got to help each other. Um, she does have her Molly and her, her DJ career. So, you know, like I said, we'll see, you know, if she does, if this was her last WBA game, I mean, I wish her nothing but the best. I hope Molly works out. I hope her DJing works out well. Uh, somebody else will, will, will take her spot. And, you know, she'll lose an, an, an opportunity. But I do hope that she gets back to the WNBA and plays basketball. We want to see the new version of Liz Kim Major. We don't want to see the old one because the old one was like, man, who's this? Who's this B? We don't need her on the, on this, on this team. But we, we, we got to get it together. You have to get it together, Liz. You have to. Now, granted, now that was the good and the bad stuff in the WNBA right now. The playoffs are about to start was in a week and a half. So, you know, they, you know, like I said, you know, they're, there's always, there's always an anticipation, you know, there's, you know, you can have fun with it. You can watch playoff games, you know, even though the playoff games might interfere with the NFL that's going on, the preseason, that's preseason guys. Let's watch the WNBA playoffs. Let's watch the ladies work and see what happens, man. It's going to be really competitive. I'm really, I'm really wanting to see what comes out of it. Um, that's the main storyline on on the WNBA. Now, I do want to talk about Bill Russell for a second. You know, he passed away on Sunday. You know, it was shocking. Shocking to me that he he he's gone. Like he he uh you know, I was I was I wasn't born when he played. But when he but I saw clips Clips on him on on the internet. Clips on him on TV. Uh, he looked healthy. You know, it's just um, his game, man. Like, if we can adopt that game in the sixties game today till now, from the sixties, man, the NBA would be in a better place. Um, you know, it's it's already in a better place right now, but 
you know, you talk about being the interior defender down low, um, you know, scoring a lot of points, being a Hall of Famer, being a coach, being an activist in your community. Um, he did it all. At 88 years old, we should be celebrating. We shouldn't be crying. I never cried because, you know, he's, he, he's a, he's a, he's an, he's an awesome person. I don't know him personally, but he, he's done a lot of fabulous things in, in basketball and in life. So, but recipes to him, to Bill Russell, and, um, the, the team will be celebrating his honor at some point. Um, so, you know, we'll go from there. But, guys, unfortunately, that's the end of our show, man. So, I do want to thank y'all for coming out here. I do want to thank, um, Gabe, who's behind the camera over here. Um, all that, for all his work he has done. Um, I want to thank you guys out there. Keep subscribing. Keep liking it. Um, keep listening to the audio. And, um, hey, you know, I'll keep producing. I'll be doing my work. Keep producing more audio, more videos. Uh, in the meantime, reach out. Um, I'm at Jamie Agenti. That's Agenti, E-G-E-N-T-I, on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, <laughs> everything. So, but, you know, we will see y'all next week on Fishbowl Radio and have a great day.